0: You're listening to The Kelly Track Show. I'm your host, Kelly Track, author, coach, and eternal optimist. Each week, I'll give you lessons to elevate your life, reclaim your personal power, and truly awaken and transform. Your best life starts right now. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the show. Thank you as always for tuning in and for listening. I so appreciate having you here today with me. It's always such a pleasure that you share this time with me on the podcast. I really appreciate the fact that you are here. It really means a lot to me that we spend this hour together. And this episode, you are so going to be in love. Let me tell you, we have Zan Farrow on the podcast today. First and foremost, Zan has a movie star name. Hello, Zan Farrow. I mean, that is like up there was like Bradley Pitt and Angelina Jolie. It's a name that is so good and she is the most fun. She's got the best personality and she brings all the real talk and truth in this episode. You are going to adore her wisdom bombs and authenticity and just how she is really communicating her light and her offerings to the world. You so want to tune into this episode today. So Zan is one of my friends, and she's also one of my divine and beautiful online coaching clients. I have been working with her over the last couple months, and she works as an interior designer, and she does staging and styling. Now, if you don't know Zan Farrow, let me give you her formal introduction. Zan is a virtual interior designer based out of Dallas, Texas, and in 2015, she graduated from the University of North Texas with a Bachelor's of Fine Arts in Interior Design. After graduation, she entered into the commercial design world, and with a full-time job, she still found herself craving that creative outlet. And this is when she started her blog, Life with Zan, and she used it to showcase her love of design, beauty, and lifestyle. Three years later, her little blog snowballed into her own interior design business, Zan Faro Designs, LLC, where she now works with a global clientele through virtual interior design and as a stager and stylist. Zan creates intentional spaces that honor your everyday rituals. Now, one of the things I love most about Zan is that she is so magnetic. She's literally like the life of the party and the friend that everybody wants. Like, (laughs) you know, those people that are always like, no, come to my party. No, come to mine. If you have a same party on the same night as somebody else, Zan is the girl that you want at your party. She is so much fun. She just radiates so much light and she is just honestly so creative and high vibe and She's like the girl everybody wants to hang out with, for reals. So today on the podcast, she's talking about how she had the courage to start her own business, how she listens to her own intuition. She talks a lot about what it feels like to have that internal knowingness and a whole body yes. And she talks about how this was not always the case for her, which is what I love, You know, when guests share the real truth behind their process and their spiritual journey and this journey of leaning into the other things in life like ease and alignment and flow and not just defaulting to the hard work and the hustle, which is something that Zan openly shares about and something that she talks about, the fact that it's been a process to get here. So folks, this is an episode you definitely don't want to miss. If you have a pen and paper handy, you definitely want to use it. Zan drops some major wisdom bombs OMG, there were times when I was like, oh my God, somebody get me a pen right now. It's so good. And before we jump in, I want to let you know that this episode is sponsored by Podigy. So Podigy is a podcast editing company and they totally edit the Kelly Track Show. They make me sound like a million bucks. (laughs) They do it super efficiently, super quickly. And I am so appreciative that Riley and his team support me in the Kelly Track Show. So if you have a creative endeavor and you are creating a podcast, or if you already have one, honestly, if I could give you any tips or any business advice is to stop doing the work yourself, hire it out, get it professionally done, have a professional editor, somebody who can do your show notes, somebody who can really pull it all together so you can spend more time doing what you are really good at. Something that I super adore about Riley and the Podgy team, and shout out to Dan, who is listening and going to rock the show notes for me, is the fact that they are super on it. Here's the deal. When I am hiring people to come support the Kelly Track team, I am looking for A-plus players that go above and beyond, are super excellent at what they do, and Podgy is a company that totally rocks it. I so love working with them. They make my life so easy, and you know what? It's always the best when you work with people who are just so excellent. So if you are ready to finally hire out your podcast, definitely look at Podigy and hire them. If you mention the Kelly Track Show when you sign up, you're going to get 50% off your first month of editing, which I so hope you take advantage of. All right, my dear friends, let's jump into this episode today. All right, well, welcome to the show, Zan. I'm so excited to have you here. Hello, I'm so excited to be here, Kelly. I'm so excited to have you here because you're a listener. I would say you are one of my internet soul sisters. I feel like I know you from only the interwebs, even though we haven't met in person. And you are a pod listener. So I'm so honored to have you here on the pod today. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you for having me, Kelly. And yes, I love the podcast. Oh, thank
0: you. Thank you. (laughs) So before we begin, I made you some special Zanfaro-themed rapid fire that you don't know yet. So (laughs) are you down? Oh, I'm ready. Okay. Candles or smudging? Ooh, candles. Cute pillows or a good rug? Pillows. Richie, Kitty, or Shelby? (gasps) Oh my gosh. I have to say Shelby. (laughs) (laughs) Pink or mint green? Pink. Interior design or staging and styling? Ooh, I would say staging and styling. Ooh, I'm surprised you picked that one. (laughs) Favorite crystal? Ooh, rose quartz. I'm holding it right now. Oh, I love that. I love that. (laughs) Coffee or (gasps) LaCroix? Ooh, coffee. Favorite plant?
1: My favorite plant, ooh, you know, I know it's generic, but I love my fiddle leaf fig.
0: I love those. Those are beautiful. I don't think it's generic. I think those are... (laughs) It's generic for you because I feel like you're in this space all day long. You're like, oh my God, another person with this fiddle leaf. leaf
1: leaf." Everyone on Instagram with the pretty plants.
0: (laughs) I know, I know. So rifle paper planner or rifle paper list pad?
1: (gasps) Oh, I would say the list pad because I love making lists, Kelly. You know this. Fellow <laughs> <Don't> list maker. <laughs> list makers
0: unite. Yes. Yes. HGTV or YouTubers. Always YouTube. I love YouTube. <laughs> yes. And you have your own channel, BT Dubs. I'll link it in the show notes, everybody, so you can yes. go watch Zan's <laughs> videos. And that one time you officiated a wedding.
1: I did. It was so much fun. And I would love to do another one if anyone's
0: getting married. That's so exciting. (laughs) Okay, this is like so off track, but like, so are you like licensed to do weddings or how does that even work? I am. I am. You
1: can apply online, it's pretty quick. And yeah, they send you your certificate in the mail and I can officiate weddings.
0: Oh my God, that's so (laughs) exciting. And then, is it only in the U.S. or is it international? No, it's
1: international. It's the Universal Life Church, if anyone's interested. It, it's all denominations. It's pretty cool. Oh
0: my God, Sam! Yeah, that's so exciting. <laughs> I will call you up and fly you out to Canada if needed, or if we get married in Hawaii. I'm so there. <laughs> I'm going to hire you. You're like the only person I know that does this. And I feel like you would make it like so fun. So there's a vlog that you did. I'll link it in the show notes as well for all the listeners. And for people who are having international weddings, just saying... I <laughs> might yes. be able to be available for hire. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> oh well. Oh, I'm just like pumping out all your possible things that people can. Yeah. Do for. I'm all about that. Interior design magazines or Pinterest? Oh,
1: I'm gonna go magazines, the OG. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. Boutique
0: hotels or a hip Airbnb? That's tough. I would say a hip Airbnb. Oh. Nice. Okay, Justin's peanut butter cups or the mayor lemon cups?
1: Oh, no. Okay, Justin's, just because they're all chocolate and, you know, you need that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I agree. I agree. Cookies or donuts?
1: Oh, oh my gosh, Kelly. You're really going in with the
0: hard-hitting questions.
1: (laughs) I have to say donuts just because Shelby loves donuts. And,
0: yeah, I'd have to pick donuts. (laughs) Unicorns or dogs? Dogs. Your go-to Starbucks order?
1: Uh, Venti Ice Black Coffee. No classic. Oh, what's classic? Classic is the gross sweetener they put in, oh. and I don't want it.
0: <laughs> oh. Yeah, no sweetener. I didn't even know they added sweetener to their iced coffees. Good yeah. to know. Yeah. Good to know. Educating me on something every day, Zan. <laughs> I love it. And then lastly, roses or peonies? Oh, Peonies. Amazing. Yay. Well, you're done with the of Fire. How was that? I think I did pretty good, but you had some tough questions. <laughs> like Richie <laughs> Kitty or Shelby? <laughs> I feel like that's a lose-lose. I know. I know. It's a mean one, but what else? <laughs> I loved hearing your answers. I was actually surprised because I thought you were going to pick Boutique Hotel for sure. <gasps> You
1: know, that was a tough one. And I, oh, I love a boutique hotel. They're all so unique and they're almost like test kitchens for design, which is what makes them so fun. But if I'm staying somewhere, I love having a lot of space. So that's what's fun about an Airbnb. And you get like a kitchen and your own living room. That's what I love.
0: Totally. I know the kitchen. I feel like the kitchen is the part that makes it so much better. Like I feel like breakfast is always the hardest when you're traveling and having a place where you can make a breakfast at home to me is always just and such us, a luxury celiacs like yeah, yeah. celiacs I mean, unite <laughs> <laughs> yo list maker celiacs out there like we'll have a we'll have a party
1: <laughs> it's super and yeah it's nice being especially if you're staying somewhere for a while being able to cook your own food or just have more room and if they have a backyard or a patio yes I love that
0: yeah totally totally so we met through Just Lively's Flow With Intention online course. So I would love for you to drop us into your day so far and share with us about how you get into alignment.
1: So this morning, I, first things first, was drinking some water because I was feeling dehydrated and started the coffee maker. I'm a huge coffee drinker. And once I'm done with that, I st- did my meditation this morning. I haven't always been great about it, but I've found that it really helps get me into alignment every morning. And I also have been combining that with intuition writing, which is something I've learned from Jess Lively.
0: Oh, I love that. Talk about what do you do when you meditate? Like, is it just sitting and allowing thoughts to just leave your head? Do you listen to music? Do you have a mantra? I think you can really do
1: anything. And that's what is fun about meditation. I think there's a stigma that you sit there in silence and you're not allowed to think anything, but I find it really helpful in working through things that are on my mind. And sometimes that means there's a lot of thoughts passing through and sometimes it's very silent. And sometimes I listen to a guided meditation.
0: It just depends on the day. I love that. And I like that you switched up. I think that's so important with different routines. It's like it's okay if I change it and it doesn't have to be the exact same every single time and not being hard on yourself if it looks different every single day, especially with meditation and thoughts passing through. So I love that. And then can you touch on intuition writing as well?
1: Oh, this one was really hard for me at first. So like I said, this is something I learned from Jess Lively and she has a video where she kind of explains how she does it. But essentially you are writing to yourself, which is kind of a weird concept, but You have your ego self and your intuition self, and you unearth all of these things that are kind of, I don't know how to explain it, just emotions you have that are really deep within you that you've kind of avoided or pushed down. You get into touch with this part of yourself that you've suppressed for a long time. We all do it. We have thoughts and feelings that we kind of tend to ignore. And it doesn't help us to continue to ignore them. We all do it. And I think having this practice helps me daily kind of work through what's ever going on with me, whether it's through work or it's personal, family stuff. This practice helps me work through everything that's going on with me, especially in the morning. So that way I can start my day off on the right foot.
0: Yeah. I think that's such a helpful practice as well. And I like what you shared, you know, it accesses a different part of you and it's not like a voice. It's however you connect to your higher consciousness or higher powers or source energy or whatever you believe in Mm. universe, Buddha, God, that a lot of us just have shut that off. And we don't even know it's there until we actually ask. So what kind of questions do you ask it? Do you start with just sort of general stuff? Do you sort of go specific and ask questions about what's on your mind or like, what's bothering me? Or why do I feel like this? Is it something you just sort of think of in the moment? Do you have a predetermined list of questions? What does it look like?
1: There, it just kind of depends on the day. So do you ever have a day where you just feel like you're in a crappy mood for no reason? That's the type of day I'd be like, why am I in a crappy mood? And then it'd be like, well, do you remember last night when you got that nasty email? And I won't even realize how much it was bothering me. Mm. Until you start really kind of writing through, and then I'll be like, why did that nasty email bother me so much? And then I'll write my intuition answer, just what flows through. That's what you write down. And you don't overthink it. It's not about thinking. It's just like a feeling thing. You're just writing, 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 whatever comes out. And just kind of working through those emotions, that's a big one for me. Sometimes I use it as like a way to set goals for myself. So I will say, how can I make the most of this day? And oftentimes it's just, you know, the reminder of meditate or take time for yourself or don't rush through your tasks, little things like that. But it's so important, especially for someone like me who like thrives on taking my time. I'm learning that. And that's a hard one. But I think the intuition writing has really forced me to slow down. And it's really kind of scary at first because you, you're you not sure what your intuition is going to say. But you just kind of have to go with it and you really have nothing to lose. And it's free. You just get a notebook and start writing.
0: (laughs) Totally. And thank you so much for sharing that. I feel like you explained it so well and gave a lot of the listeners just implementable tips and explained it in a way that doesn't come across as weird. Because I remember the first time I heard about it, (laughs) I was like, I sit there and I get a question from myself and an answer from myself. I'm like, (laughs) what is it, it this? It's kind of
1: funny. It's a funny practice. And the more you do it, the more comfortable you become with it.
0: Totally. Totally. And connecting to your intuition and identifying your intuition and being able to listen and just having the courage to ask, which I think is the biggest part. Cause I think
1: a lot oh, of people yeah. just get
0: scared and like exactly to what you said, you know, people being afraid to hear what the answer is out of fear that it's going to be something bad. But I know for me, my intuition never says things that are like that. I mean, sometimes it tells me things I don't really want to hear, but it's the truth. So it's kind of like- It's stuff we already know too. That's the worst part. (laughs) Totally. You're like, dang it, issue intuition. Like I thought you would give me something better, but you have to make me take, you know, the hard way out, which, you know, they always say what's hard and what's right is the same thing. And I feel like those kinds of answers come up a lot from intuition. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing that. Now, I would love to talk a little bit about interior design and the work you do as an interior designer and the work you do doing staging and styling. So first and foremost, how would you describe your taste and style? This is
1: a tough question, Kelly, because when you're a designer, I like to think I have a love and appreciation for all styles and all types of design. But as for myself, my approach to design is leaving things a bit undone and kind of taking a minimalist approach. You can see like people overdo it. And I think that that's where you can see the difference between a strong designer is someone who really can pull back and exercise restraint instead of going overboard with a design. So that's what I like to think my taste in style is.
0: (laughs) I think that's a really great way to describe because we all know what it's like when we walk into like our room or like a hip restaurant and you're like, whoa, this is a lot. Or like, yeah. you know that feeling if you're like, this is, looks great now, but it's going to look so dated in five years. <laughs> yeah. Like Vegas. All, a lot of Vegas is like that. <laughs> I feel like your stuff is so perfect. It's that elegant simplicity where it looks like you just know how to do this stuff super intuitively and it's super effortless. And it's, that's what makes, I feel like your interior design so beautiful and exquisite is that you're so good at it. And it's such a zone of genius for you that when you do it, it looks like you've just sort of pulled the space together and made it look super beautiful and cohesive, but also in this minimalistic, effortless way that it doesn't look like you've like totally out everything. It's, you know what I mean? When it's like people know how to bake the cake just right, and it tastes so perfect, just as is, that it's like a perfect chocolate cake that you got from a really nice bake shop. Versus being like, I'm going to add all the icing and the glitter and the swirls and the candles. <laughs> it's like the perfect chocolate cake. Do, do you see what I'm saying? Is that a good yeah? Answer? No, I, I mean that's
1: amazing. I've never heard that one, but I love it. Yeah, and that's what makes it so easy and fun. I just love interior design, and I love taking beautiful photos. It's so much fun. Instagram is so
0: much fun. <laughs> and you're very good at it, too, like the photos you take. Your eye for taste and style and design is so excellent. It's one of those things when it comes to photography and styling and that eye for style, it's one of those things. It's really black and white. you either have it yeah. or you don't. You're good at it or you're not. <laughs> like people will pay you for it or they will not pay you for it. True. <laughs> and you are so good at it, and I feel like it's such a strong gift to yours. I just love all your pictures, especially the stuff on Instagram, because I'm like, how did you do this? Even when you're like making like a flat lay of your workstation or your desk or like, you know, with your crystals and like the different beautiful like plates and cups you have, you have like the cutest stuff. <laughs> I'm like, oh OMG, Sam, <laughs> like help me. I like only do the same thing again and again, like white plates. Oh, what what do I need? Oh, more white plates. <laughs> I love a white plate.
1: I care a lot about design, and it comes to everything in life, and it doesn't have to be expensive or fancy to be nice and beautiful, and I think the more you kind of spend time curating things that you love and bring them into your home, all of a sudden you have all these beautiful things, and it's t- easy to take pretty pictures when you surround yourself with beautiful things you love because you can highlight them better. But if you have a bunch of junky, crappy stuff in your house, you're not going to be proud of it and you're not going to take a good photo.
0: <laughs> I love that. That's so true. If You have a bunch of junky, crappy stuff in your house, you will not take a photo of it. Guaranteed. guaranteed. It's like, hey, everybody, you want to see my closet? Like, I legit, oh my God, it's so funny. So, Selena Ho, who is on the podcast, I'll link her in the show notes, but she's coming over to take photos of my closet. I literally have. Because I'm like ultra functional at times. Like yeah. clothes that are still in Amazon boxes that I'm using as like containers for storage. It's like my pants oh, are like no. in an Amazon box. I'm like, Sad would be so, so unimpressed right now, but <laughs> let's just say that never goes on Instagram. <laughs>
1: See, when I visualize your closet, it's like so perfectly minimal and everything's like monochromatic and well-organized. That's my vision of your closet.
0: The up top (laughs) is organized and monochromatic and down below is like Amazon box with pants in it, a box of some of my workout clothes, (laughs) another box for some laundry. Like it's really, the up top is pretty and the down below is not for the Instagram world, but that's okay.
1: That's, yeah, Instagram versus reality. Instagram versus reality. So true. So true.
0: <laughs> so, what inspires you? I'm so curious. Where do you get these good ideas from and what fuels this side of you? I think for me, not to sound generic, but art.
1: I think art's a huge thing for me. My parents are huge art lovers, and I grew up always going to art museums, and wherever we traveled, we, art was the priority. And it falls into that architecture and things like that. But that's where I get my main inspiration. Sometimes being outside even, nature, growing up on the West Coast, that's where I'm from. You spend a lot of time outside, so nature. And then I just think inspiration can really come from anywhere if you let it.
0: I like that. And I didn't know that about you and your family going to see like different museums and the emphasis on art. I think that's so beautiful and cool. So when did you know it was finally time to start your own business, Sam?
1: Okay, this is a funny story. I love telling this story. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm the type of person who used to be really bad at following my intuition. And I'd known for a long time that I wasn't happy in the job I was in. It wasn't anything in particular just wasn't the right fit for me. And I kind of put off doing the next thing because my ego, my ego said, you need to stick it out. You need to stay and do this thing you love. And I just kept putting it off and putting it off. And finally, the universe kicked me out and I was let go from my job. I would say I could be surprised, but I wasn't because... I knew that I was in the wrong place and I was just avoiding it. So the universe did it for me. Mm. I hope most people don't let it get that far where (laughs) the universe kicks them out. So that was a huge thing being pushed out of my comfort zone. And at the beginning, I really kind of clung to this idea of who I was. And I still was looking for jobs in that part of the industry. And it took me a while to really be like, you know what, Zan? This is your time. If you're going to try it now, you know, this is the time to do it. So I just decided I'm going to go all in. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But at least I'll know I
0: tried. And thank you for sharing that. I so appreciate your honesty and being so open because I think a lot of people really shy away from saying, like, well, you know, they let me go. I would love to hear a little bit more about that choice that you said. I'm actually going to do it on my own because I think a lot of people will be in that position and be like, well, I'll just get another job. I'll just continue to do it in the way I've always done it. So how did that process look for you of trusting your intuition and being like, okay, I'm actually going to give it a go this time for reals?
1: Well, it wasn't easy. I'm not going to make it sound like it was an overnight thing because it wasn't. It took me a few months to really just go all in. I think for me, the most important thing was knowing that the type of environment I was working in was going to be the same everywhere. You know, the Mm -hmm. typical nine to five, like that was not where I thrived. And I knew that it's not going to change a lot from company to company, even no matter what your industry is like, that's the style of work. And I knew that that's not what I preferred. And I knew that I would thrive working at home in my own environment, making my own hours and doing things my way. And sometimes I feel silly saying that, like I sound kind of bratty, like doing things my way, but I knew that I had the vision. I knew what I wanted to do. I knew how I wanted to feel and I just had to start.
0: Mm, I so adore that. I like what you shared that you said. I knew how I wanted to feel which I think is such beautiful clarity that a lot of people don't really tap into or ask like, It's one of the big pieces of Danielle Port's work. Are you into her work at all? Like the desire map? I don't don't follow her much, but I hear you talk about her a lot. Yeah, I love her. And she is really big into asking the questions of like, well, how does that make you feel? Like, how do you want to feel? Instead of, you know, setting goals and stuff, you get to your core desired feelings because people are always chasing the feeling, not just the goal. So I so appreciate and respect that you brought up that question of like, well, how do I want to feel? Because that is such a powerful question when you think about it, being in like the middle of a position where it's like, well, I could look for another job or I could start my own thing and being in that position where you have the courage to ask, well, how do I want to feel? And I feel like that's a beautiful question that we never ask because it's always like, what makes sense on paper? What's going to pay my bills? My rent is due. What makes logical sense versus how do I want to feel? So I just feel like that speaks volumes to who you are as a person and the way you operate and where your values are. So thank you so much for sharing that.
1: It hasn't always been that way, but I think you start to figure out that, you know, you can't just keep chasing all of these, as Jess Lightly calls them, shiny pennies. And we've talked about this a bit, Kelly, and, you know, you had this big career in Silicon Valley, and it kind of made sense for you to stay there and continue to chase and hustle and grind. But your intuition knew that you'd feel better moving back to Canada. And so you just kind of have to follow that. And it's kind of a weird thing because we're not used to people asking us, how do you want to feel? Sometimes people will say, how do you feel? But it's never like, how do you want to feel at work? How do you want to feel this weekend when you're going to the beach with your friends? Setting those intentions is so important because it'll come to life. You will truly manifest your world if you set an intention and ask yourself, how do I want to feel?
0: I love that so much. Dan. That is so powerful. That's so powerful. So when it comes to like intention settings, did you set intentions going into this next phase of your life of starting your own business?
1: Absolutely. Even back when I didn't even know exactly what it is I wanted to be doing, I asked that question, how do I want to feel? And I knew that I wanted to feel like I was being challenged creatively, that I was connected to a community, that it somehow involved the spiritual beliefs of mine and energy and manifestation and alignment. And you kind of have to start there. And that's what I think sometimes people who have this calling that they know they're in the wrong place, think they have to have it all figured out. But you don't, you just have to know, tiny little things that you do want. And slowly you can build off of that.
0: I so love that. Holy cow. Everything you're saying right now is like pure gold and something I wish I had <laughs> like way back, honestly, at the start, like this idea that all you have is these tiny, tiny little puzzle pieces. Like I used to think I would get like a big puzzle piece of like, here you go, Kelly, like you're going to build a course called your conscious empire, do business coaching at one point. And then the universe is like tiny step, make your first blog post about eating gluten-free. It was like tiny, tiny, tiny step, not like grand plan right off the bat. Like that never comes, even though we we sort of like have these unrealistic expectations that that's how it's going to be. So thank you for sharing that. And that bit about your intention setting, going into it and just having the courage to follow those tiny nuggets and know that the unfolding happens as you follow the tiny steps and take more and more steps. And you know, have the courage to trust your intuition and those little yes. pings or divine downloads or inspired actions and just go after them one by one by one. Do you feel like as you've been pursuing, you know, your own business, do you feel like it's really flowing and manifesting and going as you wanted it? It gets better the more
1: I trust myself. You have those moments you where you revert back to What are other people going to think? And what if I fail? All those doubts and fears. And do you let them take hold of you and you spiral out of control for a minute? And then you have to like pause and be like, whoa, that's not serving me. That's not going to help me be better, happier, more successful. And you, slowly get better that, you know, these negative thoughts, they'll continue to come, but you have to be able to pause and reevaluate and start again. And I think that's the main thing. Trust yourself and trust that what feels right for you is right. And slowly, but surely, release doubt and fear and it doesn't mean they're gone forever they'll come back kelly you have doubt and fear right all the time <laughs> and, yeah like and i'm like if kelly track has doubt and fear it's okay <laughs> for you to have doubt and fear you just have to be able to recognize it and be able to more quickly get back to believing in yourself and trusting yourself again
0: mm-hmm. so how do you practice that self-trust when it feels like you're having the worst day ever, the shit is hitting the fan, nothing's flowing, everything feels super uphill and like you're not getting what you want. How do you come back to that space of trust with inside yourself?
1: So this is a great time to do what we call getting into alignment. And I think that that's... (laughs) A different practice for everyone. So like I've said, for me, that can be meditation or journaling for you. That could be going on a walk. I know Kelly likes her walks (laughs) or doing a workout class or calling a friend or watching a funny TV show, listening to your favorite podcast, whatever it is that gets you feeling good. Get in that high vibe place Oftentimes when I am in that low vibe place, I realize I've been watching negative TV or reading too many other people's blogs or spending too much time on social media. Come on, we all do that. That's where I feel myself get into that low vibrational place. So when I focus on getting into alignment, that sets me up for success. And when I start feeling better, it's easier to reevaluate and say, okay, how do I move forward?
0: Yes, that practice of alignment. So helpful. And I really appreciated the way you described it because it's so crystal clear when you explain it. You are an excellent communicator, Sam. Like 10 out (laughs) of 10 points for communication. Oh my gosh. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, you you are. You are. And I feel like the way you explained it makes perfect sense of, you know, when you're having the really tough day, like take a break, do what makes you feel good and kind of reset. And it's something we kind of intuitively know how to do, but we override it all the time. Like For example, like on my phone, I have time limits. I don't know. Do you have a screen time app on your phone where it tells you how much time you're spending? Oh, no, I don't. But doesn't the new iPhone update
1: have something that tracks what you do on your phone?
0: Yes, I just did it. And it's like, you know, when you override it. So last night I have it set off so I can't go on Instagram past 9 p.m. Till 11 a.m. in the morning. And it's like, but I clicked override. I'm like, override for 15 minutes, which is exactly what I do when I'm having a bad day and I forget to get into alignment. I'm like, override for 15 minutes and continue to do e- said email. You know, it's like, oh my gosh. You just, we just <laughs> default to that. So I so appreciate that you bring that up and that trusting yourself of just trusting what you like and enjoying that and getting into that good space before you, you know, blow up and self destruct and move out of that phase and have that, you know, conscious questioning of asking, well, what did I do to get here? And was I watching something negative? Was I reading too many blogs? So something I also want to touch on here is the fact that you take this work and you integrate it into your own work as an interior designer and doing staging and styling. So you work with your clients around honoring their rituals and routines and creating this high vibe, sacred space for them. So... I wanna know how you decided to honor your truths and include that in your scope of work versus just default to offering what everybody else is offering in the world of interior design. How did you make that choice? For me, I
1: felt like there was kind of a gap between the design world And I guess what we would call the woo-woo space when it comes to the energy or alignment in your space. So I knew that I wanted to bring those things together because that's something I do in my own home. It's important for me to use my space intentionally and honor my rituals in the way I design my space and the way I use my space. So that was really what made me want to Bring that up to others. Other people want to have that. Other people value the way their space feels, not just the way it looks, which let's be honest, we all want a beautiful space. But you want to take it a step further. You want your space to support you, support your rituals, support your lifestyle, and make it a place that fills you up and helps you feel safe and makes you feel restored and ready to go out in the world. And I knew that people needed this design and they needed designer with intention. And I think that more people are going to be interested in this type of design. I think more people are wanting this. I think more people are caring about interior design in general and energy. And this brings it together. And I'm so excited to share my work with people.
0: Yeah. And I love that you openly share your truths. Like it's a integrated part of your offerings which I think a lot of people would be nervous to share. Like I know in in the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey, I was embarrassed to talk about stuff that was more woo-woo or different. And then stuff that's against the status quo when I, in fact, it takes so much courage to be like, hey, this is me. This is how I roll. This is all of me. This is my woo-woo side. Like I still, when I visit friends and hang out with some of my business school friends and talk about my like, manifestations and divine signs and alignment in numbers and energy and flow. They like look at with me with like a blank stare. And I'm like, <laughs> y'all, this is me. Like take it or leave it. I love that. And I love that you bring your whole self to work. And I think that's so special because when you really are your authentic self, the universe just pairs you up with the people who are raising their hand and thinking, oh my God, this is exactly what I'm looking for. Because so I feel like in the world of interior design, it can be like super like minimalist and like clean, but also the word sort of sterile comes to mind. Like when you look at yeah. magazines or stuff and you just like, you're like, that's not really livable. Or like, that's not a place for me, you know? Or like, for example, like the architectural digest, arch- architectural digest. I'm so, I <laughs> cannot say that, but- it, It's a hard one. <laughs> it's so hard. But anyways, it was like on my parents, like coffee table at home and I was slipping through it. And I'm like, um, I would never live in any of this. And I just- I love that you bring so much of your heart and your soul into your work. And I think that's so special that you had the courage to do it because I don't think a lot of people would be like, well, this is what the market wants, quote unquote, this is what people, I see other people offering. This is what I see competitors doing. All these other local interior designers in my place and space and city, they do this kind of work. So I should do it too. And I, I really appreciate that you had the courage to trust what's in your heart and make it a reality so I so applaud you for that
1: Uh, thank you you know it took a while to get here but I knew that I had to give it a try and it felt right so I mean if it didn't work out it didn't work out I could always revert to my design skills but I had a gut feeling that this is what people were looking for it's something I was looking for so I'm excited to share it
0: Hey friends, it's me. I just wanted to swing by really quickly in the middle of this juicy episode and let you know that you can snag some of my best top tier business strategies that I use myself in my own business and what I teach in your conscious empire, which is my online class that teaches you how to build a heart-centered business, how to do what you adore, and most importantly, how to free yourself financially. Now, I always get asked the same question, which is this, how exactly I built this business, how I earn a full-time income doing what I love, and how I grew this into a successful and legit thing. Well, in this course, I guide you step-by-step in radical honesty so you can do it too. Your conscious empire teaches you everything. It's seriously your roadmap and your best friend. You'll learn everything, like how you master your mindset as an entrepreneur, how you build something with a $0 budget, how you test and validate your ideas before you spend money. This is exactly how you get stuff off the ground. And in addition, you're going to learn how to consciously sell your products and items, market in the heart-centered way, and what it takes to grow your business into a conscious empire of your own. Now, what I want to share with you today is the fact that you can preview a few of these video modules from this exact course and totally experience what my students are loving right now. So hurry on over to the show notes and go preview about an hour of some of my best top tier strategies, ideas, and action items that you can implement right now to start your dream business or take what you got and go to the next level. All right, my friends, back to the show. So I want you to also touch on about how you're rewriting the rules of entrepreneurship. And I'm really big into this and I teach these concepts in your conscious empire as well. I really appreciate that you share that, you know, you honor your flow and your alignment and you believe in ease and intentional work. You don't just, you know, hustle and grind and... Work till you are totally blue in the face. Can you talk about how you are running your business based on your values and not just what you see society dictating? Again, this has been
1: a huge process for me because society's taught us to hustle and grind. That's how you succeed. And it works for some people. Like some people thrive in that environment. And that's awesome. Like the Tim Ferrises of the world, like they rock it but it doesn't work for everyone. We don't all work the same. We don't all learn the same. I used to try to live that way. And when I did, I became incredibly anxious and started shutting down. So I knew when it was time to create my own business, I had to figure out what felt right for me. And the most important thing is getting into alignment before I take action. So My morning practice of meditating and journaling, that helps me get into alignment in the morning in a good feeling place before I start my work. If I did my alignment routine in the morning, I could get the same amount of work done that I used to get done in a day in an hour. You are so much more efficient, so much more intentional, focused, clear, And you're not spinning on a hamster wheel anymore, thinking, am I being efficient? Am I being productive? And this is a practice. There's days where I go off the handle and I get on that hamster wheel and I'm spinning, thinking about all these things I could, should, would be doing, but it's a waste of energy and time. You can just revert back to getting in that good feeling place and you will get so much done so fast and it'll be easy and so much fun. That's mm-hmm. the best part.
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm. I so agree with you. It's such a learned practice as well, especially, you know, nobody teaches this growing up. Like, no. hey, there's an easy way <laughs> and you can pick the easy way. I thought if it was hard, then that was like the challenging good thing to do always. You know, it was like, oh, this is going to be a challenge. Like I'm going to like really step up to the plate. And like, of course, sometimes, you know, when you are going to new levels and going past your comfort zone, it always feels icky and kind of really uncomfortable. But like the daily in and outs doesn't have to be this hustle and grind where you are exhausted, sleeping for four hours, like having a million coffees. Like I always thought when I was younger, entrepreneurship was like that. Like you work all these hours and just yeah, out, which I have done before. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> it doesn't Jeez. work. It doesn't work. I agree. Or it'll just take you
1: a lot longer. Totally. I think that that's the thing you're putting in way more effort and emotional stress to get something further down the line. So why wouldn't you do it this way? That is more easy and fun. But you do have to kind of break this cycle of hustle and grind. And It's a practice. Like everything else I keep saying, it really is a practice. And the main thing I've struggled with is kind of family and friends who don't get it because it's not normal in our society. And I think that slowly but surely they're coming around and seeing that this works for me and that's okay. It's okay if it's not like everyone else.
0: I appreciate that you brought that up, acknowledging that it's okay for people to be like, what are you doing? And kind of questioning it and not really convinced of it. And the fact you don't have to prove it to them, you know, it's just can be your own thing. And that what feels right for you and, you know, going back to what we said about doing what feels good and just trusting that if it feels right and it feels in alignment with your intuition and what your soul is asking you to do, like trust that that's your path and that everybody's way of doing things is different and that's okay. And we don't have to all be the same, even though we are taught growing up in school is like, fit in the box, be exactly like this. Do not put one toe over the box. (laughs) It's so true. And I think that's part of the problem
1: is if the hustle grind doesn't work for us, we think in some way we are not smart, or we are less than but that's not the case. You you simply learn differently, you work differently. And Kelly taught me that's what makes you different is actually like your power. So um, I which was hard for me, which was really hard for me to explain But it's true and it's okay to accept that and recognize it and harness it use it. It's what makes you unique and special and there's you know you want to do it the special way the kelly track way as in like <laughs> she does it she does podcasting the way that works for her and shares her courses and it's unique because of her unique experience and the way she learns it works and your type a is paid off even if you're not that way as much anymore it's who you are and i love that
0: oh thank you zan i really appreciate that i so appreciate that so can you also walk us through you know what it's like to work with you and can you share a little bit about virtual interior design and how that goes. I
1: think what really drew me to interior design was how accessible it is. It's a much more affordable option for people and it doesn't take as much time. I work over Skype and email, so if someone were to sign up to be a client of mine, they would go on my website and fill out a questionnaire, and we'd have initial free design call. We'd kind of look at what their needs were and their design taste, and we'd figure out a package that would work for them. And once our call's over, they go ahead and purchase said package, and I get to work on a design. It's so cool to be able to work online because we get to have meetings over Skype, so After I've done our initial design, I have a 60-minute Skype call with my clients, and we kind of review, and they give me feedback. And after the call, I make the revisions and send the final product, which is my design guide. It includes images, a space plan, and a shopping list with links, which is amazing, so people can shop at their convenience.
0: I love that. And I so love that it's easy. You know, everybody has such a dialed in life. Like, I was talking to Chris because he's getting in new couches and he's trying to get rid of the old ones. And it's like, people just don't even have time anymore to like do Craigslist meetups or like, you know, go back and forth from work to like show somebody the couch. You know, we are always so tapped in. So I feel like part of what you offer and just the beauty of virtual interior design and Letting people do work on their own time and talking via Skype and giving them, you know, recommendations for their place or helping them, you know, create a better layout for their bedroom or helping them pick out a couch and then giving them a list of shopping links for them to just go right buy it online. It so respects the client's time. And I think that's so critical in today's world where we just, quite frankly, don't have a lot of time to do a lot of things, you know, even though, you know, you and I are into like making space for what's important and all that good stuff. But like the reality is, is that we all are very like, we have stuff and we're on the go. So I think that's so beautiful that you do this work and you make it so accessible and you get designers feedback and taste and picks without the high bill you do it in a really quick way I mean everybody loves things that are efficient and quickly done and just easy and I feel like you've just turned this hole there definitely being like a hole in the market and being like well I'm gonna create this and I love that so thank you for sharing that
1: Of course. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited. You used the word efficient. And that is the word I'd like to use to describe the process. It's efficient, but not in a sterile way. It's fun. And that's the best part, getting to know my clients and creating a beautiful space for them that's easy for them to shop over time. I think that's a huge perk, too. I like to appeal to a younger clientele. And not everyone has crazy amounts of money to drop at any point in time on their home, but they want to build a beautiful space. And with the shopping list, they're able to purchase things over time. So if they want to buy one item this month and one the next, they can totally do that. Whatever works for them.
0: Yeah. That's such a good point to add, you know, that people can buy it at their leisure. And add pieces when they feel financially ready to invest or when they are ready to upgrade spaces. Like it's something that's accessible and easy and efficient. Efficiency always wins. I love I a good love efficient system. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's the queen of efficiency, Kelly. <laughs> thank you. Thank you.
0: So I want to pivot a little bit and talk about us working together. So you are one of my divine business coaching clients, and I would love for you to share a little bit about. How you knew I was the right coach for you? That's
1: a really good question. So as you mentioned, we met in our Flow with Intention Online class, and I found Kelly's Instagram. I think that's what led me to your podcast, and I just immediately fell in love with your podcast. I really liked how it seemed as though you had one foot in the business side and one like in the woo-woo side. So, and I totally related to that because I cared about business. I was excited about business, but the woo-woo side felt so good and I just really resonated with the way you spoke, the topics you had and the people you had on your show and so that's what initially drew me to you. And over time, when I realized I wanted to hire a coach, I knew you were the person that I needed to hire.
0: Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. You are such a devoted listener and I so appreciate that. <laughs> I <really am. laughs> Thank you. Honestly, thank you. I so appreciate that because quite often, like I'll put my workout into the world and I don't really always hear back. Like, you know what I mean? It's part of like, you know, you must feel like this when you release like a YouTube video. Or, and yeah. you're like, hello, is anybody listening? And, you, <laughs> and or a blog post, exactly. And you're like, did anybody read this? And I so appreciate you because you always would say the kindest things and like write back to me or message me or say something or write something in the comments. And I was like, oh, thank you. Say that's listening. I so appreciate that. So thank you. That's something
1: Christy mentioned on Instagram about kind of recognizing people. And I think that it really is so important to recognize other creatives, even if like we're not in the same industry, but recognize what they're doing. If you see someone who's doing something awesome, let them know that you appreciate it because that will make their freaking day.
0: Yes. So true. So true. Like that extra step of just going out of your way and like saying thanks or telling somebody that you really appreciate their work or like tagging somebody in a comment or like DMing them and saying like, hey, like, you know, I've been really enjoying your blog, Sam. Like, this is really great. Like, I love this one post. It It's really helped me today. And just like that tiny thing, it makes such an impact on the people who create this stuff. So I 100% Absolutely.
1: agree with Especially when like you, you're putting out this free podcast and people are getting so much from it. You know, the least you could do is let Kelly know how awesome she is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sam. I so appreciate that. You're my biggest cheerleader. Thank you. I am. (laughs) So you enrolled in both your conscious empire and she's chose to do one-on-one coaching with me. So can you walk me through how you made that decision? Well, I
1: didn't know at first, which one I wanted to do. So we set up one of the free consultation calls and we kind of discussed what each one was for. And the impression I got was that Your Conscious Empire was more for an online business, and then business coaching could kind of be whatever just tailored to whatever your business was. And what I liked about Your Conscious Empire was that it had just some fundamental business practices. You had incredible tips and tricks for a business, and that goes even into mindset work. Really important things that I've already found so incredibly helpful, but I knew that I kind of wanted a one-on-one push. So I decided to do both. And it's the best decision. And I've told you I think more people should do both Your Conscious Empire and coaching. Because the combination, if you are willing to put in the time, is incredible.
0: Oh, thank you. It's a good amount
1: of work. Like, you know, if you're really taking it seriously and like taking notes and implementing the practices and Kelly is a good coach, like Aww. you push, you, you it pushes a bad word. Cause that sounds like, <laughs> it sounds like force, but I like was for someone like me, I need a little push up. If I see like a new hill, I have to climb, I'll g- want to go crawl in my turtle shell and you'll be like, mm, Nope, I'm going to pull you out of your turtle shell <laughs> and you're going to be on your way up the cliff. So I think that's what coaches are good for. And I just really resonated with Kelly. And yeah, that's totally why I wanted to be my coach. And it has totally paid off.
0: Oh, thank you. And what were some of your biggest takeaways from our sessions together?
1: One of the first things that I thought about was our subconscious beliefs. You kind of like helped me walk through some of mine that were holding me back. And when you do that, it's kind of like the intuition, writing. you realize, you know, what's going on below the surface and you get rid of it. And that's what I liked about just the one-on-one is you see things that, you know, I don't even see I'm saying or the patterns I'm going through. And you're able to recognize that and help someone kind of work through that quickly so they can move on to creating what they want to create. So that was the first thing. The second was is you really helped create like a roadmap for me. I was excited and I had ideas. And I knew what I wanted, but I didn't know the steps to take. And you kind of helped guide me along. You didn't do the work for me, but you said, you know, you need to do A, B and C if you want to get to this end result. And I I trusted you. And so I was excited to follow through on this roadmap. And the last thing is marketing. This is something <laughs> I really struggled with, but learning how to market yourself shamelessly. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a funny subject because I'm just not the type of person that wants to talk all the time about what I'm doing. But you need to, no matter what your business is, you need to make sure that people know what you're doing. And I used to be very shy about it. And I'm not anymore because I've been working on it. So yeah, marketing, huge one.
0: And yeah, those are them. Oh, I love that. And thank you so much for your kind words. I so appreciate that. You are such an excellent client and you are a dream client. Like dream client to work with, and you know, I you gave me you know an idea of what you wanted. And at the start, you were like, I kind of want to do this, and I kind of want to have this kind of thing, and offer you know some virtual interior design, some staging and styling. And you know, it was just sort of like we just worked together and sort of started putting bits together of like, okay, well, getting really clear on well, what do you want your packages to be, and how do you want your clients to be onboarded, and what do you want your website to look like, and how much do you want to charge and what feels good for you to charge and you know walking you through all that and that sort of two-way conversation of really building up a whole business from scratch in a relatively quick time period like it didn't feel like it to me I feel like it took forever <laughs> oh to me I feel like we need it pretty fast given that like okay, all exactly. the work you've done has probably yeah. taken me a year and 10 months to do it's like to me it's like oh my god Sand you're like right on the trajectory. I was saying to you today, like, oh my God, I wish I had this at the start. Like if someone just told me do this, 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 set it yes. up like this, make this automated, make it like this, package it like this, you know, do this in Squarespace. I, I wish I just had that at the start because when you have that foundation, everything's just a lot easier and going forward, you're good to go. But that's also because you are a dream client and You are so easy to work with and you have great ideas. You're super creative. You know what you want, which is so important as like a business owner, like being clear about what you want and, you know, going back to what you said before, like how you want to feel and what kind of stuff you want to be doing in the middle of your day on a Wednesday. And just understanding what you want is so easy to just give to a coach and be like, okay, let's make it real. So, you are a dream client, so I, I got to put oh, the ball in you. your court, too. <laughs> no, but what I wanted to say is that what I love
1: is that you created something that you needed, something that you could have used. And that's when you know someone made something awesome because it's something they themselves were looking for and didn't have. And you like, I've said this before to you your conscious empire is worth way more than Kelly's charging. <laughs> So if you want it, you need to get it now (laughs) because she needs to start charging more. I'm serious. I've told her that many times. (laughs) There's just so much information and so valuable, easy to implement. Everyone needs that. And you don't have to go through the year, almost two years that Kelly went through. You can just get it from Kelly save yourself a lot of time and I feel light years ahead already
0: oh thank you so much Dan. I so appreciate that and I'm taking honestly I'm taking your feedback to heart about the pricing for sure so people I'm just <laughs> saying get it before it goes up it'll go up before Christmas it's scheduled for for an increase because I'm taking your advice I listen I'm listening to you you are you are my client and hey coaching works both ways so if you tell me I a 100% to you <laughs> I love that. So thank you so much. And then I also want to ask about how you knew it was time to go for it because I think this is such a special time when you hit that point when you're like, I'm actually going to do it. This is how I felt about all of Jen Sincero's work. When you like make the decision to go for it and you're like, no backing down, no excuses, no quitting. And like, can you walk us through the decision that you made in your mind before you messaged me on Instagram saying like, hey, I'm looking at your conscious empire. Like, or coaching, what do you think? I think I told you a, a,
1: few, a month or two earlier that I knew I wanted to work with you when the time was right. And, you know, it's one of those things I had in the back of my mind. And it was what you call a full body yes, when I just knew it was time. I was done with my own BS of <laughs> tra- pretending like I might go back to a nine to five. And I knew that I had to try it. And, I felt comfortable with you, and that's part of what's cool about your podcast is people kind of can get to know you without you know, having to really commit to anything, and I really gained trust in you just from listening to your podcast, and I knew that I could trust you to help guide me in both the business side and the woo-woo side, and that was it. I had really just come to terms with what I wanted to do, and I knew that I had the right person to help me get there. And I think that that was a clear full body yes to me. I felt it.
0: Oh, I <laughs> love that. And I love that you felt that. And a full body yes, I think that's such a, a beautiful term. It's a term I talk a lot about in your best life, um, that course. And it you know, comes back to you doing the intuitive work and just knowing and having that internal knowingness of when the time is right, the time is right. It comes across and having the courage to just go for it and be like, okay, I'm trusting my intuition. It feels right and I'm going to do it. And I think- that's the harder part is like we hear the call, but sometimes we don't always take action on the call and turn it into a reality. And that's where people get stuck. I feel like in life or in business, or when I see other people online or people friends and they're struggling with their business or they're not where they want to be, it's like they hear the call, but they're not taking action or they're not, you know, saying yes or reaching out or you know, signing up to do is like some sort of self-development day or like meet other like minded people in the city. It's that courage to listen to the call of like, okay, I need to like find some friends that are doing the same work as me. And then actually going out and doing the work and having the courage to listen to your intuition, to make more elevated friends versus sometimes I feel like we just sit there and we're like, okay, I, I need to make more elevated friends. And then you just go back on the computer and go on <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> Yeah, I think when it comes to listening to your intuition, don't think, oh, I need to sign up and hire a coach immediately. I think you need to start small. Like if your intuition one morning is like, how about you sign up for this yoga class? Or how about you call up that friend? Little things. And when you start listening to your intuition, truly so many amazing things will unfold. And I think you need to learn to trust it. And you'll build that trust by starting small. A year ago, I wouldn't have been able to trust and sign up with Kelly, not because of Kelly, but just because I was not in tune with myself, in my own intuition, I wouldn't have trusted myself to do it. So I think starting small. Don't put pressure on yourself. Don't think you have to just like jump off the cliff unless you are really that brave. I was not that brave. I needed to start small and yeah, build that muscle,
0: build that trust intuition muscle. Yeah. And I think that's a great piece of advice because I was not brave at the start. Like my friend was asking me the other day about how I developed my intuition. And I'm like, I did an episode on how to listen to your intuition, (laughs) which is sometimes my default answer. Uh, But um, I was like, you know, start off with the little things. like trusting which tomato sauce you should buy, this brand or this brand? What coffee do you want today? This one or this one? And just starting with the little things because that's where the practice comes in. Do I go for this path or do I take that path? Do I go for a walk or do I do a yoga class? You know, just little things and just starting off with the small rocks before you get to the big rocks of like, all right, should I like, by this house or that person, should I stay in this relationship or should I dump them? You know, it's like, that's a really hard question to ask off the bat. If you don't have any intuitive practices or you haven't really strengthened this trust muscle in yourself. So I really think that what you shared is so valuable to the listeners of just starting small and just having the courage to follow the little things like, Hey, I should call a friend or go to a yoga class. Yeah. I know it sounds so
1: silly when you, we talk about small things, but I really think it contributes to you feeling confident in yourself. So it's worth a try. And again, what like what's the worst thing that can happen? You, you try a bad tomato sauce, like we'll be okay.
0: Totally, totally, totally. I so appreciate that you share that because usually, you know, you know, asking always what's the worst case scenario. It's usually never that bad even. It's like- never that bad. I also want to ask this question because, you know, a lot of listeners are super nervous to either start their business or, you know, go f- full-time on their dreams and go all in. And something that I really respect about you and something that really highlighted itself to me, because, you know, I'm pretty selective about who I take on as a client. And, you know, you went in with full force and speed and with a ton of courage, and you decided to run your own business, start it up, do it full time. You hired me as your coach, you enrolled in your conscious empire, you paid to get your website done, you hired a lawyer, you called up your accountant, and you literally went all in, like right out of the gate. So, which <laughs> sound like a crazy No, 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 no. you sound extremely <laughs> courageous, and honestly, Zan, like not a lot of people do this, and it's something. That's what makes you so special and unique because having the courage to kind of go for this kind of thing, Mm -hmm. it's like finding a needle in the haystack. And that's what sets you apart from so many people is the courage to be like, I am going to do it and I'm going to go all in. And I think that's such a beautiful thing. And something, you know, I would love for you to share and relay to the listeners is what would you say to somebody who is... So scared to do it, and really wants what you've created, and is listening to this and thinking, "Oh my God, Zan is the coolest!" Like, you know. (laughs) But but I'm so afraid; I I just can't do it. Like, what would you say to that person? First of all, I've been there—the most afraid in my turtle
1: shell, always like hiding from every little intuitive pull I had. But back to the basics of what I was talking about before with setting intentions. And that can start with how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel day to day? And you can think about how do you feel now? And does it feel bad? Little things like that is where you can really build a strong foundation on where you want to take your business, your life, your family anything I think finding expanders which is a Lacey Phillips thing I learned from you Kelly is huge so if your expander is Kelly and you want to have and you want to have a podcast one day listen to her stuff and see how she does things and recognize that you can do that too if Kelly can do it you can do it and we all have to start somewhere if you can find a community, you kind of have to put yourself out there. And that was something I struggled with to join the flow with intention online community. I was like, wow, I'm really putting myself out there as a weirdo who believes in this stuff, but also (laughs) it's in a group of other weirdos who believe in this stuff. So I guess I'm okay. It has been one of the best things I've ever done for myself because I met Kelly. I met so many other amazing, incredible people. So It doesn't have to be that community. It can be for anything. But again, a community of people who believe in the same things you do and just understand that if you have this calling, you have to ask yourself, am I going to regret not doing this down the road? Am I going to regret not giving it a try? And what is the worst thing that could happen? If the worst thing that happens is that you can no longer make your rent payment and you have to move home, just know that Kelly moved home (laughs) and look where she is now. So you have to trust yourself and ask those questions and recognize that you too can do it. You have to make a path and a plan and it's not an overnight thing. It takes time, but that everyday practice of showing up, setting intentions and knowing how you want to feel is so powerful and you don't have to have all the answers you don't have to have a big fancy business plan you just have to start there
0: I love that Van holy cow you you just dropped some major wisdom nuggets I so appreciate that and you're so right like finding people who are a little bit further along than you or just expanders or anybody that you look at and you're like oh I could do that too you know and just Remembering that, like, we're all human beings at the end of the day. Like, sometimes I like to think that other people are in a different echelon than me. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. We're all humans. We're all the same, like, breed of dog. Like, <laughs> if one dog <laughs> can do this trick, the other dog could probably learn it too. You know, it's like just find somebody that's doing it and allow yourself to be expanded by that possibility that, you know, if they can do it, you can too. So, you know, we like to think that, oh, we're, too different or we're not good enough or, oh, we can't do it because of X or Y or Z. Chances are that same breed of dog had all those feelings like, I it's can't all do this It's in your track. head. Totally, totally. And I just really think that what you shared was such a nugget of gold. So thank you so much, Zan. good. So this is a good spot for us to wrap up. So I have a couple of final closing questions for you before you jet. So I know people are going to just absolutely be obsessed with you. So where can they personally connect with you online? Where's your favorite place for listeners to reach out and say hi?
1: You can find me on Instagram at zanfarrow, Z-A-N-F-A-R-R-O-W. And my website is zanfarrow.com.
0: Perfect. Everybody go, please give Zan a follow on Instagram. Your eyes will be so happy that you did it. She's got the best taste and the best design. And she just You also have such a good way with words, like your blog posts and your captions. Oh, they are so witty. They're always like so on point. I'm like, oh, my God, (laughs) this girl is so creative. Like, I need some of this zest. (laughs) Like, Give me a sprinkle of the Zan Farrow creativity. I need it. You're too sweet. But yeah, everybody, please go follow Zan on Instagram. And then if people want to hire you, can you do a quick rundown of your services and where can they hire you?
1: When you go to zanfair.com, you'll be able to access my shop page or you can go to my two different sections, which are virtual interior design and staging and styling. I have three different tiers under both of those, interior design and staging and styling. And if you'd like, we can set up a free call and just chat and talk about what you're looking for in your space. And we can find a package that works for you.
0: Perfect. Amazing. And then what is one thing that the listeners and I can do to personally support you?
1: You can follow along on Instagram to see what I'm up to and
0: check out my new website. I'm so excited. Yes, definitely. Okay. I will put all the links in the show notes for the listeners. And Zan, thank you so much for coming on the pod. It was such a treat to have you on. And you are so wise and so deep. And you shared some of my absolute favorite nuggets that I've heard. Some of my favorite things I've heard and not anybody else has brought up on the show. And thank you so much for your contribution. You are such a sparkly gem. And I so appreciate that you have flowed into my life and you really are like a kindred soul to me and a kindred spirit and online soul sister. So I so appreciate you. And I I love you from from the bottom of my heart. Oh, I love you too, Kelly. Thank (laughs) you so much for having me. I've had so much fun. Oh, thank you so much, Sam. All right, my friends. And there you have it. That is the show for you today. I so hope you love this episode with Zan just as much as I did. OMG, Zan, she is the coolest. Am I right? I'm right. I know I'm right. So you don't even have to answer that question. (laughs) I really enjoyed sitting down and talking with her today. She is seriously so cool. And I really hope she serves as an expander for you in your dreams. And she really is walking her talk and living her truth and going for what she really loves. And if you are looking for an expander who is really creating success on their own terms and going for the life that they've always wanted, go follow Zan, check out her work, go give her a follow over on Instagram. It's just at Zan and while you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode, upload it to your Instagram stories and tag at Zan Faro and at Kelly Track. We would love to see you listening in to this episode. Plus, if you have a friend who would really benefit from this advice and benefit from hearing Zan's words and wisdom, take a second to forward the show along. It's actually super easy. I'm gonna give you a little bit of an insider tip. If you are listening on the Apple Podcasts app right now, go over to the bottom right-hand corner and click the three purple dots. Then all you got to do is click share episode and then voila, you can see all the options right there. You can message it to somebody, you can share it on Facebook Messenger, like hello, you could even copy the link and send it to an email, share it in an email, do what it takes to get the word out there to the friend that you know is like really needing to hear Zan's advice. Plus, I know that Zan was super inspiring and motivating today. And if you are sitting there thinking and you're still listening to this episode and you're thinking, OMG, holy cow. Yes, I want in on it too. I am so ready to do what I love. And honestly, honestly, Go for it. I always admire the people that have the courage to go for it because you know what? Quite frankly, in life, not a lot of people do. It's so sad when I see people who have beautiful dreams and they don't know how to get them off the ground or they don't have the courage to do it or they don't have the right strategies or tools or mindsets. Don't worry, I teach you everything you need to know when you enroll in your conscious empire. The link for that course is in the show notes. Go click it, watch the free preview. You're going to get an hour of content and you'll learn the tools and strategies that Zan is talking about today in this episode. And I am so excited to cheer you on when you enroll. So have the courage to trust your intuition, follow your heart, check in and ask yourself if this course is right for you. And if it is... Holla! You and I are going to rock it and we are going to hang out and you are going to learn how to create the life of your dreams and how to build a business that accompanies it. I am so excited to hang out with you. Once you enroll in this course, you are going to be blown away. I am so excited to have you as a student. So check in with your heart, check in with your soul, check in with your intuition, ask your higher consciousness and your higher guidance if you should go for this course, and. When you get the yes, have the courage to go for it, okay? Be one of those people who decides to change their life and has the courage to follow their dreams, right? Because you're not here to live a mediocre life and you're not settling for second best. And I know you and you are a smart, strong, badass. I love the word badass. I know you can do it, okay? So stop waiting around and start taking action and have the courage to follow your intuition. All right, my dear friends, I so love you. I so appreciate you. Thank you so much for being here and for listening. And I will catch you back here soon. All right, adios, bye. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. If you love this episode, please take a second to share it with somebody that you know needs to hear this message. And if you feel so called and so moved, please write an honest review of what you think about this podcast in iTunes and leave me some stars. That would truly help me out on my journey to helping millions and millions of people. And until next time, have a lovely day and I'm so excited to see you back here soon.